Take a look at a castle, any castle. Now break down the key elements that make it a castle. They haven't changed in a thousand years. One, location. A site on high ground that commands the territory as far as the eye can see. Two, protection, big walls. Walls strong enough to withstand a frontal attack. Three, a garrison. Men who are trained and willing to kill. Four, a flag. You tell your men, your soldiers, and that's our flag. You tell them nobody takes our flag. One step forward. Oh. Then you raise that flag so it flies high, where everyone can see it. Now, you've got yourself a castle. The only difference between this castle and all the rest is that they were built to keep people out. This castle was built to keep people in. What is up, all you little tiny tater tots out there? <laughs> uh, well, at least everyone except for JP. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> I am so glad that you guys are here. This is Rotten Potatoes, a podcast where four friends re- review movies you absolutely should have seen already. My name is Scott. Did you just have a stroke? Yeah. Scott? What's going on? Whoa. Whoa. I did. Oh, we should get you to the hospital. You should. Do you need medical attention? Yeah. All right. We should we'll probably stop. Yeah, I have an illness. It's called JP. <laughs> I think this is uh, that's fastest to dissing JP. You could get <laughs> the theme song wasn't even done. You do what you got to do. You I'm know? Jake. <laughs> I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. And we hate JP. JP is not on this show. <laughs> <laughs> this feels so bullying. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, friend, friend of the show. Well, you know what, Zach? Uh, he just replied to an Instagram he message was, and he called you Sean Penn. It's not so, bad. I don't think. Is that I a think. diss? I, don't, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't like to be called. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was one of my first friends to listen. To one this. doesn't simply <laughs> oh, call someone Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. <laughs> no, that'd be cool. Yeah, I I will say though, I typically get uh, like I was at my brother's wedding a couple of months ago, and like several people were like, "Oh my gosh, you look like someone famous." You know, I'm trying to put put my finger on who does he look like? He looks like someone famous. The consensus was Jack Black, and that was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not, so mean and so untrue. Also, who can't place Jack Black? Yeah. Well, it was either Jack Black or Zach Gall- Galifianakis. <laughs> and, and either way, it was just like, thank you. I look like I'm funny. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hope that that's what you mean. Who? By that. Who thought that? Yeah, that's lots of people. They're all wrong at this wedding. That's funny. Well, uh, we are watching or reviewing uh, The Last Castle. You know, I don't think that uh, any of those things are what makes a castle a castle. What did he say? Like men and a flag and stuff? Like a castle is a castle apart from all of those things. Is, is it? it? Yeah. It Apart from walls? Like the, the castle is the edifice, right? Yeah, but you talked about the edifice for the first, yeah. like, more than half of it. But then he said, well, yeah, and, and then you, you, you have to have men who are going to kill and you have to, ha- he said those things. <laughs> he did. I, did you watch this movie? Yeah. He, he said who are trained for and are going to kill to defend it or something and a flag, you know? All right. I disagree. <laughs> fair Rob. En- fair enough. <laughs> you disagree Jake's- with Rob Redford's uh, just quoting his lines. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Jake's trying to come in as hot as he did on, uh, was not Requiem on... Uh, I came in very hot on Requiem. Oh, it was Requiem, yeah. 
I don't think I could ever do that again. <laughs> I had to mentally prepare to do that for like a week. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, how how hot should I come in? What should I do? Like and talking then I yourself like, up. Like, I was like, I was like, all right, like what's gonna be too much? And then I was like, you know what? Nothing is too much. Just go for it. Looked himself in the mirror. Yeah, I really I thought about it a lot. <laughs> Jake, if Requiem for a Dream two came out, <laughs> I would end my life. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. Is what what happens? Does like uh, the, which Wayne's brother was it? Which Wayne was one? Damon. Damon, I think. Yeah, he gets out of jail or something. Like what happens? Yeah. What, whatever. Jared you Leto would... gets a robotic arm. He gets <laughs> oh yeah, like Jared a... Leto doesn't die at the end of that, does he? Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever you would not want to happen, that's what I think happens in Requiem for a Dream too. He, he gets yeah, a... that's probably right. <laughs> he gets a Winter Soldier arm. Oh, so enjoying. If MCU. only it wasn't Jared Leto, <laughs> I'd be into that. <laughs> Maybe oh, it's a Jared Leto redemption. Maybe he comes does, back like Matthew McConaughey comes back. Does he still try to inject into his Winter Soldier arm? Yeah, and he's like, it won't work. What's wrong? It like uh, bends the needle up. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't understand that he has a robot <laughs> yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, you know, he's killed a all junkie. his brain cells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Did Jared You'd watch ever that? do anything to you or your family? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe it, some of them no, worked on Suicide Squad. It doesn't matter. All you have to do to lose Jake's loyalty is not be a great person. Yeah. I'm sorry. He seems like way if less you're than a kind great of, person. But other people have... So have, like JP. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Were you setting him up for that or... Yeah, All I right. just I just like that that joke rather than having like you know the the traditional like rim shot or applause, it just has this harp <laughs> sound to it. Like. Good stuff. Well, I I chose the Last Castle. It's a movie uh, that I really enjoy. It's one of uh, it's a movie that I had on DVD growing up. My oh, I guess my dad had it on DVD, and so that's how I first. Watched it. You didn't say like, Papa, please, <laughs> please, please buy the last castle on DVD. <laughs> Papa. No, what happened was uh, I hadn't seen this. And then my mom was talking about getting it for me for a Christmas present. And I, I was like super excited to see it. And uh, I was, I told Jake about how uh, I was going <laughs> to go watch it. <laughs> and then he just blurted out at the end. He gets shot while he's raising the flag, but he's raising it right side up. And yeah. I was just super upset. And then Scott's like, what other way would he be raising it? <laughs> oh, man. All right. That well, was a callback that not anyone's going to We told We told the we story on it. the Fight Club episode. Yeah. 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 When I was like, oh, hey, I, I just, um, I, I saw this at $5 movies and I was, I don't know, I had no money. And then I was like, mom, it was like, Three weeks before Christmas, I was like, I'd get that. I'd, I'd take that as a Christmas gift. And then she bought it for me, and then Scott ruined it. <laughs> and I'm coming for you, JP. <laughs> Scott's just going to ruin every movie for you. I'm, I'm not surprised that your dad showed you this movie, because this has, like, super dad energy. It, this is This seems like, if... If anybody had heard of this movie, this seems like the quintessential Scott pick, honestly. It's, like, it mm-hmm. really does, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. a solid, solid time. I had no idea what this movie was until we picked it. Yeah, apart from you two and Isaiah, I don't think anyone's <laughs> seen this. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. I had at least heard of every movie that we've done so far. You this know? is an RP first. I don't, I don't know if this deserves... Uh, <laughs> Like, I feel like we've passed up more well-known movies for this podcast because we felt like they weren't movies you absolutely should see yet, you know? Yeah, I just come back to Steve Zissou, and I'm just like, yeah. Steve Zissou is way more, like, recognizable than this. I would say that The Life Aquatic is more recognizable than The Last Castle. 
I haven't heard about it until this. But you're not as good a barometer as Zach is. (laughs) And you also have not heard of a lot of stuff. I I don't know. You had never seen a Daniel Day-Lewis movie before. (laughs) That's true. That that crappy actor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's not provoke him right now, okay? I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll bring this whole podcast down. I'm just saying, I don't think, and I know that I guess we're doing this under the, the guise of like, we need to do a Robert Redford movie, but I feel like there's so many other Red, Robert Redford movies that are more well, here's, iconic. Here's what really happened was... I was going to do On the Waterfront. That's right. I forgot about this. Because uh, our competition on uh, <laughs> IG on IG ranked, it's their highest rated movie in their top 100 movies ever made. And uh, we literally got, what, 20 seconds into it? <laughs> That's well, it? Did you, well, we're like, we did it say it the twice. year it was made? Yeah, and we, you were like, we I'm out? It twice. We started it twice. The first time we got 20 seconds into it, and I was just like, I got to be honest with you, Scott, I cannot watch this right now can we watch something else and he's like yeah so several days later we go to watch it again and we were maybe like 15 minutes into it and both of us just like oh my gosh i will say that because i watched 30 minutes of it of on the waterfront yeah so i'm the only one here that's watched no of none of on the water yeah (laughs) okay i I, I only watched 20 seconds (laughs) i feel like there had to be some like hardcore persuasion going on in that group <laughs> for that to be the top. Like it'd be interstellar. It'd be, it'd be movies that like people our age really like. <laughs> I feel like there had to be some like, like tampering. Well, and then when I decided not to do that movie, I hadn't like decided what I wanted to do. And Tyler's yeah. actually the one who said, Oh, you should do last castle. Uh, yeah, so this I is did. really like a, a Tyler point two nomination. Nice. Tyler point two. Yeah. Don't, don't think about it too much. Only, yeah. <laughs> don't think about it too much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it's, it's a movie I, I really like. I really like the story. I think it has a a lot of, um, like heart to it. Was this like, like you, I'm assuming you've watched this with your dad. Oh yeah. Underwear. (laughs) There was underwear involved. Like, uh, like pantsless. I've actually never seen Scott's dad in his own home with pants on. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, he only puts him, puts pants on when company comes over, like you. Yeah, I'm yeah. so I'm company, but Jake yeah. is like family. Oh, yeah. 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 So this wasn't one of the underwear movies because we had it on DVD. Underwear movies are solely things that show up on television. Yeah. And as you're flipping through TNT, TBS, like this all might, the great yeah. channels. Can you put <laughs> out in a great can you put out an official list of the underwear movies, please? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we can we can put together an underwear the, list. Yeah, like I, I want this to be like like a thousand one movies you need to see before you die, Steven Schneider's list, but this has to be like a thousand one underwear movies you should see before you die. Do you yeah, want to know Scott how I shitty. know that this is a Scott pick that is not a movie you should have seen? It was not on TBS. He had to watch it on DVD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might have been on TBS. I don't know. I don't know. I will say that, uh, you know, this is definitely a movie that you absolutely should have seen. However, I understand your point that it's not super well known, but I don't know that that always dictates whether or not it's a movie you absolutely should have seen. Yeah, I get that. But then by that same token, there would have been like a lot of other movies that I would have nominated. uh, Zach probably would have had a lot of art house movies up in here for us that I never would have heard of. 
Sure. Yeah. It feels a little stereotypical, but I think, yeah. I'm just going off of what Tom says. Here's the you. thing is I think it's safe to say at this point in the pod, and I think all the little tiny tater tots out there can agree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like the way you say it. It reminds me of, uh, you know, Tim Robinson, his, he has a sketch show that feels like something he would say. <laughs> little, little tiny, tiny tater tots. Like something they're like, like little baby pageant show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I think we all have different definitions of a movie you absolutely should have seen. Sure. That's fair. And here's the other thing. Regardless, we're here and we're doing it right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's pivot. <laughs> what have you guys watched lately? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had seen this movie before, but only very recently. Uh, I saw this like a year ago. Um, Scott had recommended it to me while we were flipping through, um, an iTunes like movie list. And, uh, and he was like, Oh, last castle. So good. And I was like, yep. Never heard of it. And he was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that tracks. Scott, did you make this movie? (laughs) I did. And he was like, he me was and, like, oh, me and Bob go way back. He was like, oh, James Gandolfini, Robert Redford, yeah, uh, Mark, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. And I was like, wait, what? Like, of how all have I not heard of this? And so I looked at it and I was like, yeah, all right, I'll buy this. And we didn't watch it right then. We were doing something else. And uh, months go by. We finally like we're sitting down. Let's pick a movie to just watch. And I picked this and absolutely loved it. Um, I think that, and I loved it more this second time watching it than I did the first time. I think I caught a lot more. Um, this is one of the better, like better executed stories that I've seen in a movie in, in a while. You know, what's funny is the story actually changed quite a bit, uh, from the original screenplay. From when you first wrote the screenplay. When I first wrote the screenplay, yeah. That's why Scott knows who James Gandolfini is, because he made it. Because I was going to say, all like Scott knows no actors' names. But James Gandolfini? (laughs) Yeah. You were able to just pull out? Yeah. That's surprising, James. It is a little bit, I don't think I actually said James Gandolfini when I first told him. I did say Robert Redford, though. I did know him. Um, That guy from Captain America, too. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's how you got to frame it. I said, who was that old Hydra guy? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even say Captain America too. I just said, who's that old Hydra guy? And I was like, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't remember what we were talking about. (laughs) The story changed. The The story changed. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Uh, Yeah. So uh, Colonel Winter was uh, actually supposed to like end up being the good guy in the original version of the screenplay. And uh, General Irwin was supposed to be the bad guy. But then they signed on Robert Redford and they uh, flipped this the script around so that he would maintain being the good guy the whole time. I wonder if they um, told, like if James Gandolfini had signed on at that point or, and he was like, Oh, I get to be the hero of this movie. And then they just, fl- they're like, Oh, well you're not Robert Redford. So it sucks to be you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. I'm sitting over here laughing that like, we're talking about this, like, Hey, everyone's gonna think this is really interesting. Like, I I don't think anyone's gonna know what we're talking about because no one's seen this movie. It's good, then they'll I'll, go out and watch it's it. It's true. I, I don't I'll think tell so. you what. You know what? We will let the listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us. I'm very curious because I'm very curious to see true. how this one performs. This might be the only one that Scott promotes on his personal Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. Right. <laughs> Not as like a integrity thing just as a zero interest (laughs) in (laughs) i don't care if this podcast succeeds or not i'm just having fun doing it (laughs) all right uh zach and jake uh you were obviously the latest of bloomers Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> what yeah. did you guys Should think? I go first? Go for it. I liked the movie. I, I did. I did enjoy it. I really liked the movie. I had a good time watching it. Um, I thought the pacing was really good. There was really like no moment that I was not interested Um it definitely does have that dad energy like it. I think. Yeah. Can you describe that to me? Like, what does that mean? Because <laughs> I want to know. Like, like it, I want to like, feel the dad energy. Like TBS on a Saturday <laughs> yeah, morning. Is honestly, dad like, a, like, a, like when, when did this come out again? 90s? Uh, this 2002. So like, like 90s to like early 2000s drama. That's kind of like, I guess, like a. You know, man's man kind of movie, you know, like an like action it, drama, kind of. Yeah. It's not super action heavy, you know, but um, like, like it, it is very similar in tone, I think, to um, to that other prison movie. I'm blanking. Shawshank, yeah, Shawshank, something like that, or like I think the Green Mile is a dad movie, like a movie where like uh, you like a lot of dad movies, and I do. there's like. No woman is going to be like, I mean, I don't want to say this. I don't want to like generalize, but most women are not going to love The Green Mile. It's not going to be one of their favorite movies, I would think. But a lot of dudes really like that movie. A lot it's, of It's funny. My mom loves Green Mile. Uh, my really? mom yeah. and my sisters, uh, or sorry, my mom and one of my sisters love prison movies. And so they okay. love Shawshank, uh, love Green Mile. Yeah. And I think they would have loved this movie. Yeah. Okay. So I... I I'm wrong. I'll eat this. That's just, it's, you know. But you know what I mean. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just got that dad energy. Yeah. No, you do. And I don't mean that as a bad thing. Um, I didn't take it as a bad thing. I didn't think you meant it as a bad thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I didn't take it as a bad thing. Cool. I was just wondering, like, what What does that qualify something to be, like, dad energy? Yeah. 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 I think it has to be kind of in that time frame of, like, 90s to, like, early 2000s. Um, But no, I liked the movie. Uh, I think I need to revisit Shawshank to see, because I think you compared it to Shawshank a while back. And so I kind of watched it through that lens. But as of right now, I think I would like it more than Shawshank. Really? Um, I Like I said, I need to revisit, but I'm not a huge Shawshank fan. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. I don't think it's the best movie of all time, like IMDb does. But I enjoyed watching this movie without any idea of mm-hmm. what it was going to be, because I never expected that this was going to be a movie about prisoners... Uh, <laughs> rising up and, yeah. and trying to take over the prison. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it kind of started to go that direction, I was like, wow, this is really interesting. This was not what I was expecting. Um, but I, I really liked it. I, I thought like the, the, um, the relationship between all the prisoners together was very endearing. I, I liked watching that. There's some moments that I didn't love. Like, I, I don't think it's a perfect movie. Uh, there's some aspects of it that I don't think was super great. There's one, bit at the end the helicopter scene that i thought was just flat out ridiculous um but overall i I really liked it i didn't completely understand some of the characters motivations with certain things um but i think james gandolfini did a great job i thought he was a great Mm -hmm. villain i really i thought he was the best thing like the best acting job in the whole movie and i really liked robert redford and i was really rooting for his character i was a little like i wasn't expecting him to be as hot as he was at that age like he's just like, <laughs> are we gonna get into the hot talk again? Yeah, like it's I mean, little, he's he's next to dad like dad energy, man. He, he does, but I mean yeah, that rock energy. scene, like that oh, rock yeah. scene, felt like it was trying to show how hot he is. Well, what's funny is he actually chose to use real wa- rocks for that scene. Yeah, he was offered to use fake rocks, and he was like, "No, I want it to look real." Like he's like sweaty and like grunting and like so glistening and like way more cut than I expected him to be. Yeah. And I was just like, I feel like this movie is trying to make me feel things for Robert Redford right now, like the way. <laughs> was shot I'm like it's Did impressive it? Did it succeed? yeah a little bit okay. it's <laughs> impressive if you're hotter than a young mark ruffalo 
I don't think Mark <laughs> Ruffalo is particularly hot. I feel like I know, oh, I shouldn't say a lot, but I've definitely heard women say that he's like their crush. Really? Kate really thinks he's attractive. I didn't, I wouldn't have expected that. I wouldn't have either. Huh. I would have said like, you know. What does that say about you? Robert Redford, you know, <laughs> in his 60s. Yeah. I'll tell you that's what. what I, I, that's my ideal man. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if you think Robert Redford in his 60s is hot, hot, you should definitely check out Spy Game. With Robert Him Redford and Brad, Pitt. and Brad Pitt. I know. I, you know, that does sound right, right up my alley. I don't even think I need to watch it. I just need, like, the poster in my room. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That next to your Tyler Durden poster. And yeah. then your Last Castle poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Naturally, yeah. No, but all that being said, I, I liked the movie a lot more than I expected to. I, I had a good time watching it. Nice. Uh, I liked it, too. Uh, I, I was what I expected it to be. It was a good yeah. time. Um, and it was the kind of know what you're getting with a Scott pick. Well, yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> maybe I really kind of what actually, you're saying with the dad, maybe a little bit, but I, uh, I expected this to be bad because it's not rated well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it, we've it done just we haven't, we haven't done the facts yet, but I'm gonna let Jake do it and then we'll go into the facts. Um, I have some, maybe we'll get into this after just the facts, but I have some serious beef with you, Scott. We've talked about it a little bit Yeah. that, uh, you called the end scene of unforgiven unrealistic and you didn't like it. And then you picked this movie for your next pick. Oh yeah. <laughs> the end, the last last 30 minutes of this movie are bonkers unreasonable <laughs> unrealistic there's a there's a scene the helicopter scene where mark ruffalo they they rebar a grappling hook, right? They, they make a grappling hook out of rebar. He climbs up like he's a pirate boarding a ship. <laughs> yeah, it felt like I was watching like Die Hard. Yeah, or and like he, he punches out everybody on that helicopter, <laughs> even though they it. had guns. Yeah, lands yeah. it. Isn't it great? He takes it back up, <laughs> tail spins it to take out a tower. Murders. It, he just yeah. murders that man. Yeah. And then the, here's the thing: the helicopter blows up, rolls ten times. He walks away. And then the helicopter <laughs> blows up a second time? <laughs> what? And then there was that one dude jumps over the riot gear and just starts swinging. Like, everybody with their, sh- like, shield wall. Yeah. He, just starts, he wins that fight somehow. No, he got beat up. He only got saved when they find, when the rest of the people He did better than he should have. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you that. You know, but the, he did lose. The, the, the prisoners made a trebuchet under the nose of the watchful <laughs> warden. Uh, and then also Robert Redford cows the entire U.S. Army by himself with no gun to go raise the flag and not a single soldier who has shown no compunction about killing innocent people throughout the entire movie <laughs> will not shoot him. Well, none of those guys That's were the marksmen. No, all the, they were all there. All the soldiers were there. They were all marksmen. They were the, the guard tower guys, all of his lackeys. All the guard tower guys were, were dead. They, they were, were dead. dead. But the, all, they, like, the other people were his lackeys, right? That were yeah, like they were all people. still his lackeys. Yeah. But I think it was only those like three or four marksmen that were actually killing people. But no, you don't know which marksmen were killing people the whole time. These are just the prison marksmen. And the prison marksmen were shooting people in the head with beanbags. No, these aren't the marksmen. The, these are just soldiers at no, the, the very the, end. The ones uh, around yeah, the top? they're just soldiers. Either way. I think that I think that he's getting these people to kill prisoners, uh, and, and, and then they and then you won't. You're telling me they not a single one of them will shoot Robert Redford because he's just too manly and like like just I mean, hot I'll, dad. I'll give you that they probably would have shot him in real life. Actually, yeah, so, no, they would not. If if they had a direct order from their commander, no, you can't just like it's r- rules of engagement. You can't just shoot an unarmed person who's walking to go raise a flag like that there is. You go, Jake. But I think that they would. But they already they were already murdering prisoners. Like they were doing it, you know. So like I like let, <laughs> well, let, let, let's, no even were, even if that part is actually realistic, everything that leads up to it is completely. I'm not yeah. I'm not arguing that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying all right that part. Well, yeah. the, the thing with they weren't. 
uh, when they were killing them, though, they were using the rubber bullets, and so they could write it off as they didn't mean to. If they shot them with a real gun, they yeah, definitely would have been in trouble. They're going to prison. They're they're going to prison for the rest of their lives if any of them shot him. Like Gandolfini, Winter is going to prison for the rest. But here's of the thing: is is he said that he authorized use of live ammo, right? And it seems like there's some sort of protocol for it, like a prisoner uprising. No, where it, like they can't shoot somebody who's chucking trebuchet rocks at them. Yeah, they can shoot someone who's chucking trebuchet, but not someone who's, not got, someone a who's got, got a flag in their hand, and and the whole rest of the situation is contained. Like. It's just simple. That's simple rules of engagement. Like you just can't shoot unarmed people. Like I still think they would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> they just—they didn't seem to care. I—I I mean, again, like I mean, you. Oh, how about why? Why? Why doesn't he just give them the rubber gun then, and they shoot him in the head? You know, because he wasn't complying. Like sure, it but it's it, still it, very different than hey murder like with with live ammunition there's no defense for it like there's no like there's no defense for it kill that man like no one's gonna do that no one's gonna do that there you go jake sorry busted i so he, they uh, had the rubber guns there the last <laughs> castle were using not there they, the last castle is officially more realistic than unforgiven that's true <laughs> I mean, here's Officially the thing. I, I agree with you. The helicopter scenes are ridiculous. Totally. Yeah. That's un, that, that wouldn't happen. You're not going to grant the <laughs> trebuchet. Um, I, I mean, they get, they make knives and get stuff all the time. I don't but know. that's a trebuchet. Scott. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, definitely so said, I definitely said when we were watching it, I was like, they built a trebuchet. <laughs> he's out there dictating how many basketballs get put out and he doesn't notice them building a trebuchet. It was just made out of regular stuff. He Jay. sees Aguilar saluting and he's like, hey, no, that's not allowed. <laughs> but they built a trebuchet. No, I mean, Hashtag I'm, realism. I'm team Jake. Yeah, it was I'm crazy. team Jake. It was, it was bonkers. Yeah. But, but that's kind of, I mean, kind of no, is I'm, dad I'm energy. Jake, Here's the thing right is, there, I'm not, you know? I'm not I'm saying Jake that's a bad too. thing. I just like, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just furious with Scott for trying to tell me that Unforgiven was unrealistic, <laughs> the, because because Clint Eastwood yeah, yeah, cleared yeah. out a bar. Yeah. It was you the know? motives of the people there didn't make any sense. They were against him the whole All time. Right, if, if we're gonna talk about motives, I did not, I did not understand Winter's motives. Of uh, which, you know, what? you know what his whole motive was was uh, what's his name? I forgot Robert Rivers' character's name. Irwin? Irwin. Irwin dissed him at the beginning of the movie. That's the, yeah. Well, I was just like, man, he is really like, it, he went from zero to a hundred with this. Well, well he kind of talks about like he, he is in his mind in a wartime and he is behind enemy lines and he's trying to like maintain all these things. And so when someone comes in and starts disrupting that, like. But he didn't really disrupt it. He just said a, a remark, and then no, like, but then he disrupts it after the fact. Like, so yeah. I think if he said the remark and then did nothing, it wouldn't be a problem. But it didn't really feel like he really disrupted anything until like, like it felt like uh, Winters made the first move. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I th it goes back and forth. It all started with the wall with Aguilar. No, mm. it started with the saluting with Aguilar. Yeah. Like right out, right out of like, so he comes out of the office, he salutes him and he reprimands Aguilar. And then right after he, you know, salutes him again at the wall, like mm -hmm. they talk at the wall and then he salutes him. And then Aguilar gets corporal punishment. And he tries giving him more punishment than he's allowed to give him. Yeah. And that's when Robert Redford stands up. And then that's why then he punishes Robert Redford. Yeah. And then from that point on, it's, yeah, because he was still treating him like 
with like extra deference. care. Yeah, yeah, deference. Yeah. Yeah. He was totally giving him deference up until that point. And then when he literally, when uh, Irwin stops the hand of the guard, yeah. that was like the the break. So I would I th- say Irwin started it. I think that he was like kind of already against him from the beginning. For, it felt the like remark, he was trying you know? to establish his like. His dominance. Well, here's the yeah. thing. He's a prisoner. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's done illegal things. Like that's his job to try to keep these people in line and make sure that everything's running smoothly. But he wasn't out of line. From, yeah, he was. Yeah. Irwin? With what part? He, uh, stopping the guard? Stopping the guard I with mean, saluting. Even, even with, before that, like he, when he's he, breaking the rules. When he when he took away the basketball, the, the way that I watched it is it kind of seemed like he wanted to show Irwin, like, hey, look what you're in. Like, like that's the way I took it. Yeah, because, totally. Like, uh, he's uh, posturing. I mean, he's sure. a little bit of a like, bully. Well, no, he like like he gets disrespected and then immediately started the fight, right? Like he gets disrespected by Irwin, sends Irwin away and is like, hey, only put out one basketball to start a fight, like mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. You know? That's and that's I took that as kind of the first move. Yeah. I mean it's back and forth, but that's how things escalate. Yeah. I know, I know. But more so what I'm trying to say is just like, man, like that one little remark is all it took for you to just like Well, lots of people from, have little Yeah. Like little man energy. You it know is what I true, mean? Yeah. Like that's that's a not that strange to me. I guess so. I've seen lots of people overreact over I guess so. Tiny remarks, especially this is something that is his identity. Mm. And Robert Redford just casually called him uh, fake. Fake. Yeah. Like your whole identity is fake. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, let's jump into just the facts before we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through oh, this yeah. episode. I forgot we haven't done that. Uh, and this this is uh, some interesting stuff here. Uh, the director is, I mean, this part isn't, but <laughs> the director <laughs> is, did you know? Is Rod Lurie. I don't even know who that is. Um, it was written by David Scarpa and Graham Yost. It released October 19th, 2001. Uh, runtime was 131 minutes. The other guys gave this a 52%, uh, pretty low. Uh, the IMDb, <laughs> IMDb gave it a seven. Um, it had, and this is where I thought was interesting. Box office of 28 million, pretty low. Uh, and budget of seventy-two million, so it actually lost about fifty million dollars. <laughs> wow, they lost a lot of money. Um, wait, so did you say this movie came out October of twenty two thousand and one? That's when the U.S. release was. Yeah, weren't you telling us that they f- did the score on nine eleven? Yep. So it, they did the score a month That's before not it uncommon. came out. Is that really that common? Yeah. Oh, really? I yeah. thought that that was kind of like movies. Movies release very shortly after they're finished. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the score was called September 11th, 2001, because that was the day they recorded the score. And that's our third movie in a row that is... In it, 2001, or yeah. referenced 2001. Either yeah. set in or came out in 2001. That's kind of mm-hmm. weird. I will say... Actually, within three months there, right? Yeah. Of th- that, the end of that year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, I will say, though, the low box office makes a lot of sense to me, given that this is... A month after 9-11, not a, like from my recollection, like yeah, no one in America was doing anything. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. People were afraid of afraid, afraid of being in, in spaces with a bunch of other people for fear of subsequent attacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, for like, seriously, like almost a year, there was constant like mm. terror threat alerts for like areas and like, yeah, it That's was, crazy. it was a weird time of life. I, I barely remember it. Yeah, yeah, I was in second grade. And as you guys probably guessed, 
not nominated for anything, didn't win anything. Not even an MTV Movie Award. I don't. I only look at we the only real look ones. at the Academy. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we're not figuring out. We who, don't even who the teens like. I mean, we look at the BAFTAs. <laughs> I wonder. Sorry, I wonder if and this the Saturn Awards. If yeah. this would have been a much bigger movie if it hadn't come out when it did. I think if it came out like two months prior, yeah, I think it could have. That well, maybe because the runtime of the movie still lasts. It, it would have lasted into September 11th. Oh, if sure. It come out maybe but six months. Or more. Let's just yeah. say, yeah. for the sake of argument, a year prior. A year yeah. prior. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think like, it would have been bigger. Maybe a ton of people would have seen this. Maybe Jake and I would have heard of it. You know, yeah. like that is kind of very interesting when you so think about it. This because is the story that got spiked. It was a little bit, yeah, because it, you remember when we were reading about it, when we reviewed the episode, it was the same phenomenon that happened with uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although that one, I feel like is a more, I, I, I didn't think about like people not wanting to gather, but that one made more sense. That makes more sense to me because like it's a direct plane crash correlation. Yeah, That's sure. But it was more so than that. It was just people didn't go to the movies at yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. Like. They actually changed uh, the um, poster for this as well. It was originally uh, flag upside down halfway up, and then they changed it to just the characters from the movie. I wonder if they would have, like, I wonder how that affected how they did the end of the movie. It's kind of interesting. Oh, potentially. It's kind of interesting that they didn't, like, just push this movie back, you know? Yeah, I mean. Like, that they still thought, let's just release this. Here's the thing, though. I don't think they knew how people were going to react yet. Yeah, and here's the thing. If if I'm the studio and that happens, I'm sitting on a movie that inspires hope about patriotism and rising up against bullies. And and we're now sending American boys into Afghanistan right now to Yeah, but it's also like the enemy is still kind of the US military in a way, you know? Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, they're also the hero. Though. They're also I know. the hero. Yeah. So it's it's like it. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that, but it's also not like it's it's not the military. It's one man. Yeah. Yeah. Is is yeah a bad it's actor. True. But uh, it's kind of like military versus military a little bit. Like little. it's kind of it's a weird like situation, you know. A little. But I I think that the theme of the movie, like if I had to boil down the theme of the movie into one thing, it's that uh, honor. Yeah. Is bigger than a uniform. Good versus bad, essentially. No, 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 no. Specifically, it's about honor. Like, okay. Like, like respecting yourself, respecting your country, standing tall Okay, is bigger than the uniform that you wear. Gotcha. Like, it, it has nothing to do with, because that's the whole, like, premise going, like, Robert Redford's whole, or Irwin's whole uh, uprising is really about it doesn't matter that you don't have the title of soldier anymore. Mm-hmm. You can be a general or we can call you chief or we can call you a skippy or we can call you whatever. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Uh, and that's the whole opening of this thing is like, what's a castle, you know, is, is it, is it like an edifice or is it, or does it mean something more? You know, the only thing I could think about, and I, am sorry, I'm going to talk about Lord of the Rings a little Do bit. Mordor is <laughs> a castle then. If we're thinking about it. Yeah. It you know, is. you walled it in. It's it, the exact same no, kind of thing. Mordor is like a city. No, no, no. Mordor is the whole land. And then they walled it in. And Does they, that wall they, extend throughout the entire city? No. I think they walled off like the whole into Gondor. 
Okay. And then and then it was just taken back. But it was like walled looking in like a prison pretty much. Fair enough. Yeah. It's the only thing I thought about during the opening scene. Mordor is the last castle. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand the last castle either. I thought that they were going to talk about that a little bit. Why is it the last one? Because we don't use castles anymore. But there are castles. No. <laughs> Not, not in, the, not in this castle. movie's definition. Like they're not, they're not like we don't, we don't utilize castles in the same way that we used to. Yeah. Does does Hearst have men who are willing to kill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to oh, defend does he? Her, to defend her? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Uh, who were some of your guys' favorite characters? Like out of the prisoners, I liked Aguilar a lot. Actually, I was pretty bummed when he went. Yeah. I, I yeah, but it that it was the like most predictable death. Yeah, it really was. And like I saw it, like cuz like when they started talking I was like, "Oh man. Yeah, he's going to go." Um and I, I mean, I don't I like Mark Ruffalo too. Like I thought he was one of the more interesting people. Mm-hmm. Uh and, you know, obviously Robert Redford. I'm, try, I'm trying to think about anybody else I really liked. I really like to the um like he's not a drill sergeant. The sergeant major. The sergeant major. Yeah, that kind of like he he was one of my favorites too. Commanded oh. everyone around and everything. He felt like I don't know, like I feel like he the only that was the only thing he did, you know, like he just like yelled at the soldiers. I'm trying to think about if if we see him do anything like in any conversations or anything, like I don't know if I have anything to like him for, you know. He was a part of the first fight in the very beginning. Like he was one of the people like, you know, kinda like cheering him on and we spend a little time on him like cheering them on and then he was one he was the main person that was calling for the guy to get down on the ground oh okay in the very opening uh-huh i think he was also the guy in the very very beginning as Irwin's coming up that like scoffed at ruffalo and said you're really gonna bet on if a man's gonna kill himself okay it's it's hard like i feel like with a movie like this where like there's so many people and like yeah, you don't know track of. you don't know who is going to be important later oh totally and so then they do something in the beginning where you're like you oh you kind of got to look at them but then you you're trying to keep track of you know 100 prisoners right it's hard to follow no totally yeah i agree but yeah i i liked him a lot i think he's one of the better him and aguilar are the two best examples uh and the the guy that trips uh erwin when he's carrying the rocks. Oh, the buff guy? The buff guy. Yeah. I think those three. That juggernaut that like fights all the guys. Yeah. yeah. That was the guy that jumped over. Yeah. Starts yeah. swinging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like. He was also in the early, fight. Early Dave Bautista energy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wasn't he also in the fight in the cafeteria? He's the one who punched the other guy. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, I think that those three are the best example of like the, the message that the like theme that I was talking about earlier, earlier of like really like overcoming their lack of self-belief through Irwin's belief in them. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, this isn't about a, a, I guess it is about two characters. The guys that are in the fight because of the one basketball or yeah. because of the basketball fight uh, later in the movie when he gets caught on fire and then he's the big guy that he, that got beat up by him earlier was like putting it out and then he just kept hitting him when he was on the ground. I, I really like that scene. Oh, he's like, I told time. you I was going to get you back or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always chuckle. It's a nice little piece of comic relief. <laughs> How many times <laughs> you watched? In the middle <laughs> of a battle. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have I seen this? Yeah. Uh, probably in 10 to 15. 10 to 15 okay. times. Wow. So not not like not like your normal not, it's 100 not like times. Independence Day, you know, where it's 50 plus. Yeah. Have you really watched Independence Day? I would guess I've times? watched Independence Day over 50 times. That's, yeah. that's a lot of your life. It's a lot. Yeah. That you just can't get back. <laughs> That's fine. 
I don't think he Welcome wants to it. Earth. Do you <laughs> do you regret it? No. No, not at all. No. no. I don't think Scott has many regrets. <laughs> not a single letter. <laughs> the only thing I regret is not um blowing more movies for Jake. Oh, ruining the yeah. yeah. Oh, Please sad. don't. I thought you were gonna drag JP or something. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. The only thing I regret is releasing this podcast because JP gets to listen to it and enjoy it. I don't know if he enjoys it in his defense. He he seems to get pretty mad at us on Instagram. Good. He gets mad at me just in person about it. Why are you friends with him? Because he's a nice person. (laughs) He probably is. I don't know. Sweet guy. He was was more upset than he should have been at us calling planes Pixar. (laughs) <laughs> that's true was he the six-year-old girl that lived next door <laughs> no that was someone else that sounds like jp <laughs> <laughs> delayed reaction you know uh you know what character i actually did like uh and he was a, a pretty small character but um winter's like second in command oh, yeah. i was about to talk to, about him i like because i feel like they could have made him like just this like crony who you know like gets off on on the violence that's going on but i feel like that whoever played that character played him very well at like uh like he seemed very conflicted throughout like most of the movie you know at at what's going on and then mm. i like that ending when he demands the gun of winters um and i liked that and it stops him. the stops the man from like yeah. going up with him and yeah yeah like i i liked his character and he was one who like honored uh Irwin through the whole thing like yeah even when he was told he had to punish Irwin like he like almost like apologized he's like like I'm sorry but like I have to do this yeah so what did Irwin do again to get locked up I kind of don't remember he grabbed his arm no to get locked up initially oh he like did not withdraw his troops or something when the president told him to right yeah okay the, yeah the president told him to withdraw his troops and he sent his troops in to like do an attack and they all died okay yeah Including including Mark Ruffalo's dad, right? I think no, Mark Ruffalo's dad served in Nam. They were like in a POW camp. Oh, together. okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, I lost my train of thought. That was what happened, though. That's what he did. No, sir. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense because people died and he made a mistake. Uh, he just really made a direct yeah, I guess order that's from what the president it is that yeah. got him locked up. Yeah. Well, here here's the thing: is he might not have been locked up in the first place. He was just court martialed, which that's a procedural thing. Like mm-hmm. anytime yeah. you do anything that violates the uh, chain of command, yeah, or the it's the uniform code. Anything that violates the uniform code, you get court martialed, and it's essentially like a, a sort of a version of a trial. And you're either found guilty or innocent, but the first day of the trial, he pled guilty. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he he just said, I'm guilty. Send me to prison. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I missed that. That's why yeah. he was saying, like, he was, uh, Winter was surprised he was coming. He's like, but it just started today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, really, what well, kind of shows the integrity of him? Like, exactly. he's like, I did, I messed up. And he, later on, he's like, I'm the only one here who thinks they or knows they actually did it. Right, yeah. exactly. That was also, I think, one almost a direct quote that was in Shawshank, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or That's Morgan a joke. Freeman. Yeah. yeah. In Shawshank, yeah, of, like, everyone here is innocent. No, and then Morgan Freeman says, I'm the only guilty man here or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this was a weird movie slash role to see Robert, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Robin Wright show up in. 
Who's that? Who is that? The daughter. Oh, um, but yeah. she she's Jenny in yeah in Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest she's, Gump. Like she's a big deal. She's in House of Cards. Yeah, I would say I don't know what else I've seen her in that's not Forrest Gump or this. She's in a lot of stuff. Okay, she's yeah. uh, in Wonder Woman. Who's oh she yeah, she Woman? is. Yeah, she's one of the. She's like the old like warrior. Lady. The yeah the oh. aunt or the mom. One yeah of, yeah yeah. I think it's the aunt. She's the, the aunt. aunt. Yeah. yeah, and she oh in she's this. in the Princess Bride. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. remember the Princess Bride very well. Apparently, yeah. wait, is she the is she? I never saw it. She's the girl. The girl. Yeah. She, you, oh you've my never gosh. Seen Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. It's a good oh, movie. Got Apparently, I only movie that Andre the Giant's in. That makes it a movie you should have seen. Does it? I love Andre the Giant. <laughs> Scott, just know this: you never go up against a Sicilian when death is on the line. That's yeah. From, that's from the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was in Moneyball too. All right, yeah. I, I, I've, I've seen her in a lot. She's apparently. the she's the the ex-wife in Moneyball. Yeah, she was only mostly dead. <laughs> uh, Have you seen what? it? I haven't. I just know some of the scenes and lines from. Oh, okay. oh. I thought you were quoting Moneyball. No. <laughs> yeah, don't you remember when she mostly died in Moneyball? <laughs> <laughs> was that the director's cut? Yeah, it was yeah. the director's cut. It gotcha. was the one that also had the giant squid. <laughs> Actually, it it wasn't uh, it wasn't the director's cut. It was the pit cut. The pit, uh, cut. The pit yeah. cut. Gotcha. I never saw the pit cut. Uh, Jake, tell me, did you like the ridiculous ending? Oh, I loved it. Okay. Uh, honestly, like I thought it was fun. Uh, you were it, just mad that I said, yeah, the, your, your movie was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. It was exactly what I thought it would be. And it was exactly what I wanted when I was watching it, you know? So I, I, I overall, I liked it. I just uh, had to come, I had to come in a little bit hot. Would you say this was a better movie than Spirited Away? Mm, no. Actually, I wouldn't. <laughs> Tyler? Yes. Well, yeah, I was Zach. sick. Yeah, I would say so. I would say it too. So it's officially a better movie than Spirited Away. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, in, in my rating, I think I think I picked a lower rating than I did for Spirited Away. So I, I, I was about to say pro- maybe, but then I was like, yeah, you know. You haven't rated well. this yet. Yeah, but I know what I'm going to. He's rated it in his head. It's, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I type in what I'm going to rate the movie before we start recording. Oh, so I can just go look. You can go look what I'm going to rate it. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah. I mean, I do it at the beginning of the... So you have to do it while we're recording. Okay. Yeah. So. But I always know because usually I have my laptop in front of me. Oh, really? Yeah. So I know what he's going to rate it. And you do watch most of them with Scott too. So you have an idea. I have a good baseline. You know what would be an interesting idea? And I don't know how we t- air podcast laundry on the on the air. If we put in our rating right after we watch the movie, and then we talk about it, and then we decide if we want to change it, and then we can talk the about discussion. like uh, it's like original rating and then the sway rating. Yeah. You guys have swayed me that a couple times where I've been like much. talked up or talked down. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say because I, I already kind of do that. Like, I, then we can talk about the delta. Yeah, <laughs> the strain, the delta strain. Yeah, the delta variant. It's a statistics term. Yeah. Delta oh, change. change. Yeah, I don't know. Deltas, about it yeah, just the difference. Between I never the took two. statistics. It's just, it's just a general math. Thing. You don't need it. You're a nurse. I didn't take a lot of math either. <laughs> Zach just knows like dosage levels. Is he good at arithmetic? <laughs> Lord no. <laughs> Lord no. <laughs> oh man. Would you uh recast anyone in this? <sighs> um you know, I, I really don't think so. I mean, I may recast some of the, like, really minor roles just for funsies, but, like, mm-hmm. the, the main roles, like, I thought Gandolfini was I thought he was terrific. Yeah. I thought that Robert Redford, like, there is no one that I would ever replace Robert Redford with because he's Robert 
Redford. Uh, I was thrilled with how Mark Ruffalo handled. Uh, actually, I will say, Mark Ruffalo was the worst actor. I I agree with you. Like, you think so? He, yeah. he felt like the most replaceable actor in this movie. Yeah. You know what I think is I I literally I watched Spotlight and then the, like the next day I watched uh, this movie and I think I was just on a Mark Ruffalo high from that so i was yeah, just excited but it's like you went from one extreme to the other where it's yeah. like in spotlight it's like he kills it you yeah know? you went from seasoned mark ruffalo to yeah. uh greenhorn mark ruffalo yeah no i, I just i, I think ruffalo. that i was just i was just i was riding that high too much and then i didn't even think about it that much I was like oh yeah mark ruffalo he must That's have done fair. a good job because i just thing. watched spotlight here's the thing is like i understand what you're saying but poorly executed Mark Ruffalo is still better than so many other actors. Yeah, I sure. would there's no one that comes to mind where I'm just like this guy should have played that character. Mm-hmm. But I think if anyone else played it, I think it would have been like like it's it's not a sin in my opinion. I think to, like someone like Matt Damon could have played it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, actually now that you mentioned it, I think I would have maybe liked that more. Especially young Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm thinking like Rainmaker Matt Damon, mm-hmm. like he totally could have. Yeah. Could have done that and, and probably done it better, more convincingly. I'm terrible at the recast game. I'm just I'm gonna come out <laughs> and say it. I mean, that was Scott's best recast yeah. ever. I would have <laughs> probably had a to- 2001 Tom Holland. Right. Oh, so baby just four year old Tom Holland. You still couldn't pick a non Marvel person though. That's who's, true. Wait, who's Matt Damon? Oh, he's he's uh, actor Loki. He's an Asgardian. Oh yeah, I forgot I that he is that. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone's in a Marvel movie. I he's and he's not even credited. I don't think. And it's only think, getting worse. Well, he was in. Uh, he was also in the Loki show again, right? And I did. I, well, I think he might have got credited for that or something. No, he wasn't. No, they they just played. Oh, did they, they just play the they same? Just play yeah. the scene. They just played oh, the yeah. scene. Um. Oh, I don't remember that then. Yeah, it, they just it was in the very first episode. They it, they were scrolling through all of his escapades oh. and they just sort of like glossed over that as gotcha. more like a nod and a joke. Gotcha. So. Um what I hope they do though in Loki season 2, I hope we have more Loki variants and Matt Damon is one of them. That would just be terrific. Anyway, uh I want to I wanted to just say so that I I I can say I said it. JP, we don't like you. <laughs> Was that it or no? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to feel bad, guys. <laughs> I am too. I'm begrudgingly <laughs> hitting the button every yeah, time. Is this now. because he called you a frat boy? Did he? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see that? You didn't even I'm, realize that? I thought that was why you were doing this. No, I just don't like him. <laughs> he called you a frat right, boy. I'm, I'm not hitting the button anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be a party to it this. Was, no, because I tried to make amends with him on uh, on Insta, and he refused. Uh, and so I was like, "All right, yeah, that's into the feud. That's, that's a mistake. That sounds like something he would do. Yeah, and sounds like something Scott would do in response. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So this is on you, JP. This is all. This Nothing all I can do about it. It's already rolling down the hill. This all tracks. He will not make amends. He will only no. come at us harder. That's fine. I'm like Thanos. I'm inevitable. <laughs> Does that make him Iron Man? No. <laughs> He's like Scarlet Witch. One you of the characters that's not named. He's just like a regular person off screen that gets snapped away. Oh. He's oh. a nobody. Anyway, uh, <laughs> in very stark contrast to that, <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this movie, watching it, was just the... Um, like it like really gave me chills at, at a couple of points. Just the the 
charismatic integrity and character that Irwin had. Like it inspired me at several points. Like I was like, man, I feel like I need to be more like that guy. You know, um, I, I think that it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if I were, if I were teaching a, a leadership class at a, at a college or something, I would play this movie for the class. Like play this movie and then just clips of Lee Schreiber from spotlight. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good leaders for you in the last couple of weeks. I'm putting together my, uh, my curriculum apparently. Um, but man, I really love that. And so I, I wouldn't trade that for, for just about anything in this movie. It's one of the things that worked the best for me. I think the only thing that really didn't work for me, um, other than Mark Ruffalo's acting. And him commandeering the helicopter. <laughs> and of course, yeah, I, I think that that's uh, for granted. Uh, the only thing that really didn't work for me was... Um, I think I needed more time with like Irwin's motivation from like, Hey, uh, I'm just here to serve my time and get out, you know, to I'm taking over your prison. Like mm-hmm. it yeah. seemed like that happened. Now that fast. you mention it, like I, I agree with that. And I remember thinking like, man, he really doesn't care about meeting his grandkid yeah. and spending time with him. Like he kind of gives that up pretty quickly. Well, I think honestly, he, felt like he needed to be punished, right? And like he felt like he needed to serve his time. So right. like I yeah. don't know. That that made sense. But he could have just done that. I wish they would have just connected but, him to Aguilar a little bit better. Yeah. Like if they would have done like maybe like um something in his past with one of his soldiers that had died that reminded him of Aguilar or sure. something like that. Or that, make that instead of it being Ruffalo's dad that it was Ag- Aguilar's dad. That mm-hmm. like he you know, so that there was a little bit more Totally. Yeah. Skin in the game, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it was just his, like, his, like, honor and pride and, like, himself. And, like, I, I think he hated to see this guy in this position of power and in, 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 a, in, like, an institution that he really respects. And then he sees him just, like, b- abusing his power and bullying and then ultimately killing, you know, somebody that didn't deserve it. It, it made sense to me. Like, oh, the, you know what? Now that you say that, I forget. I kind of forgot the scene th- where he's in the office when, because he had heard the rumors that like they're murdering people, and he's like, whatever. Like, I'm just doing my time. That's what mm-hmm. he tells the doctor. And then he's in Winter's office when Winter's orders. Yeah, yeah. He touches the guard. His head, he touches his head. Like, shoot him in the head. And that was when he. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because that was bone chilling. Like to just watch someone order an execution. Uh huh. Like that was insane. I don't remember this part. It was Aguilar's when Aguilar death. Dies. He, when he, he, he calls him. He touches his head. Like you have like to be shoot looking him in the for head. it. No, so he calls Robert Redford into the office, right? When he's gonna show him the demolition of the wall. Do you remember that part? They're bringing the tractor in. Because they, they had all been working on the wall. I don't remember Robert Redford being in the office. Oh, so he calls him oh, in yeah. because he wants to tear down the wall in front of him. Yeah. And like, okay. like, like, like lord it over him. Yeah. And then Aguilar ends up standing up and then getting killed. Like, and oh. Robert Redford is standing next to him. Okay. But, but uh, there's this shot where it's like above and away a little bit, but it's pretty high up, like shooting down um, where he uh, calls the guard. Winters calls the guard and then touches his head and Robert Redford like visibly like reacts, like kind of oh. does a double take. Like what the heck? I like I missed that then. I didn't realize that like 
I heard I heard rumors, but I'm now witnessing yeah. the fact that this guy just ordered Aguilar's execution mm-hmm. for essentially nothing for just yeah. non-compliance. He ordered it as his execution, and that was when he like was done. And I loved that scene when he uh, when Winters like tries to like kowtow a little bit, and he comes into he comes into Irwin's cell, and he's like, "Listen, I, I'm gonna look past the whole salutes thing, and if they want to." call each other ranks. That's fine. Like I'm a chummy guy, you know? And then he, uh, uh, Irwin's like, not okay. We demand your resignation. Like mm-hmm. that was just like, dang, it was powerful. Yeah. Cause I thought he wasn't going to say anything the right. whole time. I was like, why aren't you saying anything? Right. And then he got him. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I really liked the movie. Yeah, I did. Yeah, is, I, did, I did too. Is I don't that think, is that our rating that's, that's system rating. now? Yeah. I like the movie. It's like a, movie. an emoji. Like you have to pick what emoji describes how you. Oh, felt so about is the it movie. is it like the pain chart? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, I don't think I loved it as much as you guys did. I had a good time, but I don't know if I. I, I think it's like an amazing, amazing movie. You know, mm, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I didn't get the impression that anyone felt like Scott it was and an Tyler seemed to. Did you? Movie. Didn't you guys? I mean, I, I think, like it. I think the story is really compelling. Yeah, I think I think it's an amazing story. I don't think it's an amazing movie. Okay. I think it's an amazing story. Okay. Yeah, like it, I told Scott while we were watching it that the the level of character development in this movie to me felt like, and not level, but the type of character development to me felt like this was based on a book. You know what I mean? Like it just felt like a it felt like a John Grisham book or something like that. Uh, and, and so like, I kind of want it. I want that book, you know, I'm trying to think about like what, what big character developments happened that felt like really well done for you. Like, I think, uh, like, like I talked about, I think that there are several of these characters that like overcome their disbelief in their self through their, through Irwin's belief in them. Um, and there are several of those characters, Aguilar, of course, uh, the, uh, mustachioed juggernaut. I feel like uh, all that happens so quickly and like, like they're so not like, I wouldn't even call them like, I don't know, like that big dude, like, you know, he's got what, maybe 20 lines in the movie. Like, you know, like it just didn't, they didn't feel like developed characters to me. Like, like I, I feel like that's more of us showing something about Erwin than us learning something about them because I just felt like they were kind of side, you know? Yeah, they were. I'm not saying that this movie felt like it, yeah. like I read a book. I huh. said this felt like something that was based on a book. Like oh, okay. that all of that in a book would have been super like fleshed out and dealt with. So like you you missed a lot of like, yeah, okay. I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, but I, but I think that it was a it was a powerful story that like, that they told well, but that had room for like so much more storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, they, they built, they built a really beautiful like, uh, world. Yeah. That's fair. I enjoyed seeing, uh, Delroy Lindo pop up too. I liked his character. I don't know who that is. The, uh, I, I'm not good with military rankings. Like he, he's the guy, the, Black man that oh, yeah. shows up. The general. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like the his one star general. Too. Yeah. I don't know. But yes. yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. The one that they like threatened to kidnap. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. Well, they don't really, but like 
they like play the. Oh, they did yeah, that just to that see was, his response. That was another yeah. thing. I, I, at times, this movie kind of felt like a heist movie. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. bit, and I liked that. Like, yeah. I thought it was kind of fun. I like how they kind of oceaned Eleven Dust yeah. a little bit with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. I really like um, this. Will be this is like one of my favorite scenes. Is he's uh, Robert Redford's talking with Mark Ruffalo, and he says uh, he's talking about like the the card of hands. He's like, "Oh, you had a, a sh- his flush beat your straight or something," and he says, I, "I don't play cards. I play chess." Yeah, um, and he's like, "Oh, what? So we're all just." chess pieces to you is that what leadership is just chess pieces on a board and he said yep <laughs> yeah yeah and that's the burden of command uh-huh. that was the name of his book burden of command uh is that all like that is leadership is turning people into chess pieces mm-hmm. yeah so all right let's jump into the ratings i'll go first let's do it i'm gonna give this one uh 8.1 rubber bullets to the head <laughs> that's point one that's point one rubber bullets too many for me uh we'll go uh tyler next uh i would give this a 7.7 7, uh towers taken out by helicopter zach i'm also going to give this 7.7 7 really heavy rocks jake <laughs> Oh, I'm going to give it 7.2 trebuchets. <laughs> so it seems like we could be working together. <laughs> so this comes out to a 77% on uh, Rotten Potatoes. Uh, just a reminder, the other guys gave this a 52%. So this got 25% higher than the other guys. And it was a 7 on IMDb. And this now falls into the number 33 spot out of 69 movies. I'm a little bummed that this beat Royal Tenenbaums. Tenenbaums. Yeah. <laughs> Those wounds are by two percent. Beat it by two percent. Yeah, I just want to say that uh, Jake always gets super excited about this, and now I understand why because I feel very excited. But the last two movies, the total score was exactly what I rated it. Oh, so yeah. it's a very satisfying. It's feeling. nice. Right? I get it now. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh well, I was right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels yeah. like. Uh, well, next week, Jake, what are we? What are we watching? Uh, I think maybe the last Quentin Tarantino movie we can do in our rules is uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Why? Because I think everybody's seen the other ones, haven't we? Well, Jackie Brown. We could do Jackie Brown. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Jackie Brown, actually. We could do... uh, I don't think I've seen any Tarantino movies outside of this podcast. We really... Well, we watched... uh, You and I watched Once Upon a Time. Well, that's not old enough yet. But this will be our third or fourth Tarantino movie. I think think it's our fourth. Yeah. So he had like done a lot. Of he's done like eight. We we haven't done Kill Bill. I don't love. Kill I'm Bill. definitely I've, not going to nominate that. I one. feel like that's it's probably a movie you absolutely yeah. should have seen. That's the thing. I think it is. You haven't seen Kill Bill, Scott? No, I have. Okay, I said it. It probably is. I mean, we talked about how uh, Kung Although, Fu Panda is a ripoff, so it's like it's pretty influential. But I have seen Kill Bill actually. Yeah, so I think I we've all seen. Really? Kill we've yeah. all seen it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So oh, okay, then never mind. Yeah, yeah, we can't yeah. do it. Have you seen Kill Bill two? Yeah, got it. Okay. Jackie Brown, I'm not going to nominate that movie. I've, I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't. That's the first I've heard of that movie. Uh, I think Samuel Jackson's in that one, right? Yeah. 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 Probably pretty good. Well, well I'm excited for, did you even say? I said Reservoir Dogs. Okay, I'm excited for Reservoir Dogs. Love Tim Roth. Me too. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. I, I love him too. Uh, Tyler, do you have any closing thoughts as we get ready to leave? Close. As we get ready to do your second pick of this month? Yeah, you know, I I, this, I just this is Jake's pick. My, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. That's We're so used to ending yeah. with Tyler's yeah, pick. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, I just have to get this off my chest. Uh, I'm JP. (laughs) 